0: Running a successful creative business is not easy, but here at the Ray Whitney podcast, I want to help you become more intentional and knowledgeable about the growth and success of your business. I'm your host, Ray Whitney, a full-time creative entrepreneur with a passion for helping others achieve their dreams. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into today's episode. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Ray Whitney Podcast. And this one should be fun. This is for all my photographers out there. I want to talk a little bit about my gear and what I shoot with. Okay, so before I start this podcast episode, I want to preface and say this. Yes, I love good gear. I believe that good glass can change your images so much. Glass meaning lenses. I believe that it's so important to really, you know, know your gear and know why you're buying pieces of gear because photography gear is expensive, especially when we're talking about professional level photography gear. But I also don't believe that like we should just be like so obsessed with gear and, you know, braggy, braggy about gear and just like, you know, comparing people's skills and or business based off the gear that they have because I just don't believe in that. Like, I think that there are amazing photographers that shoot with crop sensor cameras and maybe not full frame and that's okay. I believe that as long as you know what you're doing with your gear and why you love that gear and how to really utilize it to its fullest potential, that's what matters the most. So I just have to say that because I know in the photography world, you know, people just go on rants and rants and rants about gear and, you know, what kind of gear they have and what kind of gear you have and what you don't have and, you know, can make a lot of judgments off of that. And I understand, I understand it to a certain extent, but I'm just not like a gear heavy, judgy, girly, like that's just not me. But, I love my photography gear. I love photography, you know. So, hey, here we are, okay? So, let's jump into what I have. I am currently a full mirrorless girl, okay? Like, I went fully mirrorless. This year, actually, I traded in a lot of my old gear and my DSLR bodies at WPPI. WPPI is a wedding and portrait photographer international conference. It is something that I've been attending for like seven, eight years now. This is um, this year was my third year being a speaker. I also host the best, most amazing style shoot at WPPI, the one in Vegas and Yeah. Shout out to WPPI. Shout out to my family that has met me there, that I've met there, that we continue to meet there year after year. And I I freaking love it. I love I love it so much. But anyway, this is not what we're talking about. We're talking about gear. So I usually know that when I'm going to WPPI or any large photography conference, now also imaging, that I can go with the with the plan to like sell gear, trade in gear to either get cash back or to use those funds to get new gear. And so this year I had a whole game plan. That that was my game plan. This year's game plan was to go to WPPI to sell my DSLRs and to upgrade to become fully mirrorless. And I did just that. But before I went fully mirrorless, last year at WPPI, I actually bought my first mirrorless camera. So I am a Nikon girlie. Shout out to the Nikon girls. I see y'all. We the best. So I'm a Nikon girl. So last year I traded in my D780 um, for the mirrorless Z6II. And I just wanted to see what the hype was about. I wanted to be able to have a lighter camera body because if anybody knows, these DSLRs are chunky and big and clunky and heavy. And while I loved them, I just wanted to try mirrorless. And OMG, y'all, like mirrorless is such a game changer. Number one, the gear is a lot lighter. It's smaller. It's more compact and Man, the dynamic range, the focus on these things are amazing. And truly, the cheat code is being able to see the exposure of an image in the viewfinder as you're shooting. Wow. Total game changer, like complete game changer. So last year, I, uh, like I said, I sold my D780 and went and got the mirrorless z 6 And I freaking loved it. So all of last year, I was shooting half DSLR and I had a D850, which was my freaking baby. Talk about uh, amazing camera body. Oh, that 850 is so good. But it was big. It was clunky. It was chunky. The file sizes were humongous, which means that I ate up memory cards super fast. I ate up external hard drives, external hard drives even faster and so but I just wasn't ready to let her go you know what I mean like I just wasn't ready to let her go so I decided to stay with the d850 and then also have a mirrorless body of the z 62 and the reason I got the 62 in particular was because again I wanted to try mirrorless but I knew I wanted a, a dual card memory card slot in my camera body like two card slot because I shoot weddings and I believe that all wedding photographers need to have like a dual memory card slot so that you can back up your files or if you're shooting, say you're second shooting for a lead photographer, you can use their memory card and then you can also keep the images on your memory card. It just is creates a peace of mind in my mind. And I wanted that. So the 6-2 offered that. The 7-2 offered that as well. But I was just like, let me just try the 6-2 to see if I really love this and to see how it went. And it went really well. I loved, loved, loved my 6-2 so much it actually became like my main body like I found myself gravitating towards my z62 when I went out to shoot portrait sessions or as just like the main body that I used because of its ease because of its you know it's it's light it's just super easy to use and um the focus point omg y'all the focusing so Yeah, so, but then this year at WPPI, I was like, all right, it's time to sell my DSLR and some of my lenses and just like really go fully mirrorless. And that's what I did. So I got rid of my 850. It was really, really, really hard, but, you know, very much so worth it. So now I have the mirrorless, the Z72, as well as the Z62. I also sold my 50 1.4 lens. Oh, I loved her. I sold her as well as my 85 1.4 lens. Um, because I wanted to get some Z lenses to match my Z bodies. So I did that. So now I have the 50, the Z50 lens. I got the 1.8 and I have the 85 Z lens and I also got the 1.8. So let me explain a few reasons why I have the 1.8. Okay, number one, Nikon doesn't have a 51.2. The price point between the 1.8 and the 1.2 is really like, it's a pretty large price difference. I think it's like, $1,500 to $2,000 price difference and I mean that made it that was huge for me right like also when I was at the camera shop and I had talked to a lot of professionals about this and even the people at Nikon at WPPI but with the Z lens, you are able to shoot on 1.8 and still get really sharp images, right? Whereas with the the Nikon 51.4, the DSLR, I think that was a D, I think that was a D series. I can't even really remember. But the 51.4 that, that I use on my 850, my DSLR, it, I never really found myself shooting at 1.4 because it just was not sharp and in focus. Like the depth of field or the focus point for the DSLR just hits totally different than the focus point on the mirrorless. Right. So they were like, you're going to be able to shoot at one point. A you're going to see Christmas crispness and sharpness all around when you shoot wide open and I'm not really a wide open shooter um I like to shoot it like a 2.2 2.5 2.8 like I like that you know sometimes 3.2 just really depends on what I'm shooting how many people I'm shooting what I'm going after for the look but when it comes to like my portraits I do like a shallow depth of field but I also really prefer to images to be more sharp than shallow if that makes sense like I'd rather it be sharp everything's in focus their eyes and all of that then it just to be too too shallow and something's kind of off focus so that's just my preference and so I was like okay do I want to pay the more money for the 1.2 I mean I still might get a 1.2 down the road. Um, At the time, the camera shop that I went to, they didn't have a 1.2, but they had the 1.8. And I was like, okay, let me just just get the 1.8. I had a wedding like the next day and I really wanted a Z lens to match my Z body. So that's what I did. Now, when I decided to sell my 85 1.4, again, This is something that I knew I was gonna do at WPPI. I actually ended up selling it to one of my coaching clients. And I love that for her because she was looking for an 85, 1.4. She wanted to upgrade to that 1.4 for her DSLR. And I had it. So it was perfect. It was like a perfect swap. It was in great condition. Loved, loved, loved that lens so much. So I was able to sell it to her. So I knew since I sold it to her, okay, well, I gotta get an 85, right? And at the time they had the 85 1.8 and they were about to release the 85 1.4 I believe Nikon has yeah it's 85 1.4 now Z, Z series but it was on pre-order and they hadn't released it yet and I was selling my old 85 so I'm like ah I have to get an 85 because as again when I like to shoot portraits I love to use my 85 I'm a 50 nifty girl for real like for a lot of my stuff, I'm gonna have a 50 on. But when I want that compression, when I want that, that really nice buttery compression, depth of field, or, or just like when I want to use an 85, I want to use an 85, right? So I decided to get the 85 1.8 because they had it in stock and I didn't want to wait for the pre order. Plus, again, price point. So I'm really like, you know, if you don't know, I am um, And went to school for finance and accounting. So I'm always in the numbers. I'm always paying attention to like the cost of things. And so again, the 85 1.8 versus the 85 1.4, there's like another 1500 to $2,000 price point difference. And I was already upgrading so much of my gear. I'm like, I need to like be kind of keep it reasonable, right? Like a couple thousand dollars for the upgrade for the swap. Okay, cool. But like, I just wanted to keep it reasonable. So I got the 1.8 and I actually really, really, really love it. So what I love, about the Z series in general is that it's light. Like I just keep saying that because over the years, this year is my ninth wedding season, and when when you when you're shooting weddings, this the gear gets heavy. Like it gets heavy on your shoulders, it gets heavy in your hands. I find my hands cramping up at the end of the wedding having like cramps in my wrist in my hands in my in my hand my actual hands um and because by the time you put a flash on there and you have like a 85 you have this clunky you know d850 i mean that baby is heavy and you put two cameras on there um plus you're carrying a lens back and all the stuff things were starting to get really heavy and so i wanted to really lighten the load but still like be a heavy hitter Duh. So I decided to, you know, go on 1.8. And I was like, let me give it a try because worst come to worst, I can sell these, lenses i can sell these z series 1.8 lenses both the 50 and the 85 and i can upgrade and go and get the 50 1.2 or the 85 1.4 like that is available but in the in that moment i wanted it right then and there like i wanted it in my hand so that i could like go out and use it on a client session i had like the next day so i just did that and honestly i freaking love it the depth of field is amazing at 1.8, I can shoot them both at 1.8, and say I'm shooting a couple, um, and everybody is still really tack sharp. The mirrorless sharpness is incredible, along with, like I said, being able to see the exposure when you're shooting in natural light right in the viewfinder. Now you can't see the exposure when you're shooting with flash before you shoot it, but after you shoot it, it does show you a preview, so you can easily make adjustments really fast, and it's just really, really, really amazing. Like I, I, I really love mirrorless, and it. It took me a while to join the mirrorless gang. It took me a while to get rid of like the DSLR and, you know, like the photographers, like my photographer friends be like, girl, this is becoming ancient. Like this is old. You know what I mean? Old news. It took me a while. Like I got, I I love what I love, but now that I'm on the other side of the mirrorless gang, I love it. I love it over here as well, right? Like I love it over here as well. Now, to be honest, I still have a the adapter because I kept my DSLR 24 to 70 2.8. And so I use I keep my my Z series adapter on that because it um it is a DSLR lens. It works just fine. Absolutely love how it looks on my mirrorless. Eventually, one day, yes, I will get the Z um, the Z series 24 to 70. But again, price point and again keeping things. Things like reasonable um, as a business owner, as a full-time business owner, you know? And so that was important to me. And then also I still have my macro lens and I'm actually in the process is going to sell that and going to get the Z series macro um, and I only really use that for weddings um, when I start to do detail shots I mean, ring shots invitation like just really pretty detail shots during my bridal prep like that's usually when I use the macro the most and so I'll be adding that to the arsenal so I'm excited about that but that's what I use. I'm a mirrorless girl, Nikon shooter, love a 50, love a 85. I still have my 24 to 70. And I actually got rid of my 35 as well I had a, I had a 35 1.4 prime lens um, again this was a lens that I used on my DSLR and I got rid of it because I found myself again when I'm like out in the field and I want to keep it Like, I can use that 24 to 70 and it's and I can shoot it at 35 you know and still be able to get wide now I can't shoot it low depth of field at like 1.4 or 1.8 like I had with that prime lens of course so it was really amazing in low light but I found my, I found myself like not even like going to grab that lens really I would go grab my 24 to 70 because it did it did the job for what I needed it a lot of times when I'm shooting with a 35 or the 24 to 70 it's in like um, at a corporate event in a reception at a luncheon like in in a scene where it's a big room maybe I'm going to shoot big groups of people smaller groups of people or whatever right and so I need something that a little a telephoto that can be wide and also be tight, right? So the 24 to 70 does the job, man, the 24 to 70 is a worker horse lens. Okay. That baby gets in, in the work, but again, it's a for more like reception or corporate events or like Parties are just like things when you're kind of having to shoot different size groups of people in in different spaces, tight spaces, large spaces, right? When a 50 just won't work, a 85 absolutely won't work like that 24 to 70 does the job. So at this point in the game where I'm at, I keep my, my, my gear very, very like, what's the word? I keep it very light. I it's very straightforward 50 85 24 to 70 macro right so that's just my gear I know exactly exactly what I'm doing exactly where I'm using each piece of gear throughout whatever I'm shooting. If I'm on a portrait session, it's pretty much a 50 and 85 only. If it's a wedding day, I usually will always have a 50 on and a 24 to 70 on another lens. By the time we get around to portraits, it'll be the 50 and the 85. Yeah, that's just how I go, right? Even with portraits with family, I love an 85. I love an 85, portraits with family, because I always think about those pictures that go on the wall, those pictures that will be framed. So yeah, I keep it I keep it pretty straightforward. Yeah, that, that no frills, no thrills. Because again, it's all about knowing the gear that you have, why you love to use it, how you u- utilize it in your client sessions in to get the final um, results. And not feeling pr- pressured or pressed to have certain things because other people have them. Other people shoot in di- all kinds of different ways and you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. It's all about leaning into who you are as a creative. Now for Flash, this ha- might have to be a separate... Podcast episode, but I do. I do shoot with the Godox flashes, Godox flash system, from my on-camera flashes to my off-camera flashes. Everything is Godox slash flash. Flashpoint because, again, I love the price point of them because I have them in bulk. I have four on-camera slash off-camera flashes and studio lights. I just like them, and they are fail-proof, the rechargeable battery. They communicate with each other really, really well, and it just works really, really great for me. So that's what I use for that. I am a hold-fast camera strap girly, to the toes. Okay. So I'll put a link in the bio for that. Hold fast. Shout out to hold fast. Freaking love them. Love Matt, the owner and his family. And I just love the quality of their straps. Like, oh, they're so good. Um, and they keep my camera gear secure. Keep me, me like to be able to be hands-free and to look really stylish and cool and, you know, keep my camera gears secure. Like that's what it's most important for me. That's what's most important. So I'm a whole fast girl. When it comes to my straps, even my bag, I have this amazing whole fast carrier bag. My lens bag has multiple, multiple compartments. I love that. I have a think Take roller case when it comes to traveling that is for bigger weddings and things like that. And I have a beautiful Ona bag. Ona, shout out to Ona. Uh, they're another great camera, bag company I believe black owned and I've had this bag for years and that baby holds up the leather is so nice it's just super easy and so when I'm going on a portrait session I can throw my 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 lenses and my flashes in there and I'm ready to go and we just keep it moving and yeah that's my gear that's my gear so I thought this would be a really fun episode to share with you guys I'll also link to some of my gear in the bio like in the description under this podcast episode but shout out to my Nikon people even if you're not icon. Shout out to you. I love canon folks as well. Fuji folks, Sony folks. I love all the people. The most important thing is like knowing your gear, why you use it and not feeling pressured to have like all these things that you don't even use, like simplify it because it's about the consistency in your work more than anything, more than anything, more than anything. So I hope you found this episode really fun and insightful. If you have any questions about gear, your gear, any questions about anything, like you can always find me on Instagram at Ray Whitney. If you liked this episode, if you loved listening to it, please like and give us a rating wherever you're listening and also share it with another photographer who might be like trying to figure out gear and what what to get and why. And I hope you found it helpful. So I will talk to you all on the next episode. Okay, bye. All right, so that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning into the Ray Whitney Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and really gained some valuable insight. I would love it if you would take a few minutes and subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and or share with a fellow creative that you believe that this info would be helpful for. Success as a creative is not just about talent. It's about strategy, mindset, and taking action. So keep pushing forward and keep building the dream life that you want. Thank you again for listening to the Ray Whitney podcast and I'll catch you on the next episode.